When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes you got to be evil. Oh, who are you talking to? Yes. I, I think you're right. You be evil. All right. Well, we'll continue our conversations. We're just yeah. like, it's not going to happen anytime soon. So I think we can kind of share a little bit that when you got the water dumped on you during Super Crosstalk mm-hmm. on Friday, my mind immediately went to, all right, payback. Let, let, let's figure this out. And I like One of that- the first things I told John, I was like, John, you know now I have to do something to you. Of course. Of course. But I like the idea of. Just waiting for the, exactly the right moment. I like that people are coming up to you at crypto. The people here in the building, people are texting you like, I, I have go. an idea. Oh my guys, <laughs> all right. Great. Listen, just uh, I told you guys, send me an email and I'll put this in the in the chain. You don't have to tell me who or what, but was there anything that you heard that you're like, yeah, that's too much? Like, is there somebody that went so hardcore that you're like, nah, I can't do that? No, nothing too crazy. Okay, good. Yeah, nothing too good. crazy. So we, but by the way, yeah. we want some of those. So. Because that injury, you're good six to eight months, you're back on your feet. <laughs> It's going to be good. Six to eight months. It goes by like this. Cannot wait for it to happen. Uh, Before we talk about LeBron and what he said, how great was it? Just, I mean, as far as the story, as far as just knowing that, you know, every once in a while the universe gives you something really cool and special, that the opening kickoff of the Bills game, the very first time the Bills touch the ball since DeMar Hamlin gets hurt, it's a house call. (laughs) Naheem Hines goes, was it 96 yards? Yeah, we have the sound if you want to play it. Do we have it? Let's see here. Uh, Where am I looking here, Emily? There it is. Here it is, right here. Run away as New England decided to defer after winning the toss. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Oh, you just said this is storybook. This is almost fate. I just can't believe what just happened. Josh Allen, the same thing. Six days removed from this. Incredible. I can't believe it. You can hear Tony Romo getting choked up a little bit right there. Emily, you and I were talking during the Rams game yesterday. She said she got choked up a little bit. And it was one of those, it's like, really? Like, Mm. this is is how they're going to play football again he did it again later in the game mm-hmm. he returned a in a critical stage one. of the game too yeah put kind him of up put ice. the game on ice yeah. for good but mm-hmm. it was come on man that's when you start to go all right there's there's something in the universe that takes terrible moments and turns them into good moments once in a while that was certainly one if of we them. just go back for a quick second <clears throat> i know it's uh you know everything kind of happened so fast and in, in in the world that we're in today what was news yesterday usually isn't news today it was a week ago today that this happens to Hamlin, happens in the Monday night football game. And Tuesday, Wednesday, we just don't get much information. Everybody's kind of on pins and needles. Then you start getting some positive news coming on Thursday. Then by Friday, you know that he FaceTimed the team. Um, and yesterday, how cool was it that you got all those tributes for Hamlin? And what's Hamlin doing? He's tweeting and he's, I, I mean, active on Twitter. I mean, it's just the. That's a really, really cool story. I had not heard that call. Yeah. That's amazing. It, it's great. All the threes on the football fields across right. the league were yeah. you know, kind of outlined in Buffalo colors, in blue and, and in red. And just it's very it's so rare, Al. And and this is you know, like we were talking about, this is not the the lane that I live and breathe in on a daily basis. But so often we don't get a happy ending to these sports stories. So often you get kind of a mixed bag. It's life, right? You get a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. The the outcome that Demar Hamlin appears to be headed towards, in your wildest dreams, in your wildest dreams, because look, I, I don't like know the best possible scenario. I wouldn't be surprised if he were in Buffalo for the game coming up this weekend, or certainly the game after that, if he were mm. able to go and be with his teammates in in person. I mean, as great as it is to see a picture of him making little hard hands, and and t- it's awesome. But can you imagine the adrenaline and the emotion if he's with the team at some point during this postseason? Unbelievable. Just so exciting. And you hear Romo. Romo's like, it's, it was there's certain There's certain moments in, you know, there's certain moments in sports where you really true, 
it doesn't have to be in a situation like this, but you really kind of stop and it's like, really? Come on. This cannot be. We, we say this, you can't script it like this. Yeah. You can't script it like that. It was it's like awesome. the Steve Gleason block punt with the Saints. Yes. And, yes. That, and like after like Katrina mm. and everything that happened, they it just like, it almost gives that city, people that were affected, this like emotional release. They can be like, it's going to be okay. Even if it's like the small thing, like football is small. And like in the grand scheme of life, but it is something that you can point to and be like, wow, this is just really cool. Small and crazy how it brought so many people, Everybody. teams, this together. Everybody. It was a it was a great moment. All right. Um Lakers are hot, Slee, five in a row. Yeah. They are, you know, never mind in play in position. They're in non play in position. They're only was it seven and a half games behind the leader in the conference. They're playing really well they're playing really well without anthony davis they're playing really well without lonnie walker and austin reeves two guys that are important parts of what they do and in large part because thomas bryant's been great dennis schroeder's been very very good uh russ has been good but lebron is just yeah i mean he just yep i don't what what do you say about the guy can i can actually it's it's kind of funny after saturday's game lakers kings Mm mm-hmm I had some people hit me on Twitter, and they're like, you know, you just, I feel like you just don't give enough credit to LeBron. And I'm I'm, I'm standing there, and I'm, you know how you just described, like, what do you say? I actually, there's a lot of times, I don't know what to say. When you put up 35, 8, and 8, and you do it almost every single night, and you're 38 years old, but I saw Thomas Bryant get 21 and 15, I'm like, yeah, but I don't see that. Right. So it's I just, new. it's, it. It's almost, um, and I think this is a perfect example of just watching somebody, watching the greats do it every night, that that becomes normal. And 35, 8, and 8, you almost just become like, okay, LeBron did that. You know Dennis Schroeder had 23? <laughs> it's true. And and he is in his 20th season. And he is 38 years old. And, you know, we keep talking about maximizing the last years of his career. And sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Why are we assuming this is the last couple of years? I mean, this is not. This is great play for a 24-year-old, for a 34-year-old, for a 38-year-old in his 20th season. I mean, it it defies explanation. It's something that we've literally never seen before. But Lakers are still under 500. Yeah, they're still uh, trying to figure out what's going to happen next. We're exactly one month away from the NBA trade deadline today, February 9th. Um, and LeBron spoke with Sam Amick over the weekend, and it was a very brief conversation on the way from the podium, on the way to the bus to go yep. to the next spot. But there was a lot in there, and and Amick published their conversation, and it's about making a move. It's about improving the roster, making a trade, and it's a little bit of back and forth. And at the very end, LeBron says, y'all know uh, what the blank should be happening. I don't need to talk. In other words, they need to make a move. He also said, it's not my job, that this isn't rocket scientists There's or science. There's a whole bunch of this in there. But LeBron very clearly wants something to happen. What do you think does happen? Because him saying what he said puts enormous pressure yeah. on Rob Palenka. It puts enormous pressure on Jeannie Buss to do something because he's playing so well and because the Lakers are in a much better position than any of us thought they were going to be. So it's funny because this is Sunday morning yesterday. I'm reading Sam Amick's uh, report and, and even his just his headline, right? This is from The Athletic. Y'all know what the, or y'all know what the F should be happening. Yep. LeBron actually responded to that yeah i'm gonna read what lebron said and and we'll get into it lebron said hey sam actually my patience isn't waning you make it sound like i'm frustrated when i'm really not i told you over and over my job is focused on the guys in the locker room my job isn't the roster that's the reality of that conversation i said what i said with the utmost respect and calmness because that's the mood i'm in you're welcome five game winning streak okay a couple things come out um I don't think you can have a quote of y'all know what the F should be happening and think that people are not. And it's coming from LeBron James and think that there isn't a message behind that. After having another monster game, beating a a decent team and everything that comes along with it. This is the one thing that I will say. Um, I don't think these public comments help the Lakers if they are going to go make a move. Okay. I don't think there's, it's not like you hear that and you're one of the other GMs in the NBA and you say, all right, well, um, if there's that much pressure pressure on Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss in the front office and everything else, they're going to try to take advantage of that. By the way, 
This is no different than when you're in the offseason with Russ or when the season started with Russ and you're seeing that the Lakers, they start 2-10. and 10. Russ still doesn't have a role. Right. That desperation, it continues to grow. This is that. That's the only thing I take away from it. If Braun, if his goal is front office, go make a move, right? I don't think these situations help the front office go make a move. I think it's better if it's quieter, whatever the case is. Well, better maybe, but it certainly makes them more likely to make a move, doesn't it? Well, unless Braun has maybe already communicated that stuff to the front office, still something hasn't happened, and he feels no like it feels like okay, well, I'm just going to take it in my own hands. Can I, can I explain something that's a little, um, it's kind of uh, in the weeds here of what's happening in the NBA right now? The Lakers are one game away from 13th place, mm-hmm. and they're one game away from 6th place. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me, but that's the Western Conference. There are a lot of teams that still think they are in the mix. It's. It, I'm going to use real estate as an example. There are times it's a buyer's market and there's times it's a seller's market, right? And right now in the NBA, there are not enough teams selling. So those who are saying, hey, you want Bigdanovich, cool. We want a first rounder and we want you to take this and take that. They don't sound like they're good moves. There just isn't enough action in the NBA um, for the Lakers. I'm using the Lakers example to go make a move. So even if I think... The Lakers should go make a move, even if I think go improve your roster. It's also the responsibility of the front office to make sure we can't get fleeced, fleeced in a move. Right. So I think there's this kind of balancing act that the Lakers are trying to figure out. But if there's ever a time, because if a month ago when you said, hey, Anthony Davis is going to be out for 13 games, I'd have told you they're going to win three, four games. They're eight and five without Anthony Davis. Fire. They're in the mix in the Western Conference, so it does put some pressure there. It puts a ton of pressure on them, and especially puts pressure on them. And look, this is where it gets complicated, because I get what LeBron wants. makes perfect sense. What do I care what your problems five years from now might be? I'm not going to be here. I I really don't think LeBron James is going to be a 45-year-old player or 43-year-old playing with the Lakers in his 25th, 26th season. I just think that's very, very unlikely. So that he's willing to forego whatever assets those may ultimately turn out to be i understand what he wants i get it and he's not wrong i also understand that it's the lakers job to try to serve the present and the future simultaneously very very difficult to do but if they were thinking and i'm just i'm I'm guessing here but if they were like look this is a weird year because every like you just said everybody's kind of bunched together i don't know if we're any better than the top guys, I don't think we're any worse than the bottom guys. We're just kind of in this group of six, seven, eight teams that are all kind of log jammed together. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spend money to go from the middle to the top of the middle. I don't want to spend assets to go from the middle to the top of the middle. And they could be saying, look, LeBron could go say whatever he wants and do whatever he wants, but we're not going to do this because we got to worry about what's coming next. When LeBron goes out and says what he says, now all of a sudden the pressure to maybe make a move that you didn't want to make in the first place is real. Secondarily, what is the move that he wants? What would he like to say? And this is where, well, it's not my job. Well, it kind of is. If you're going to make noise like this, Mm -hmm. it is your job, or at least to offer suggestions, at least to offer what you think may be a good idea to do. And we can talk about this when we come back because there really isn't an obvious deal out there. When the Lakers made the deal for... Anthony Davis, if you, yeah, give give me Anthony Davis. Sometimes there's a yeah. very obvious move to be made. I don't know what it is right now, and I certainly don't see a move out there that goes from where the Lakers are right now, like you said, a game out of 13th and a game out of 6th that all of a sudden puts them in the it's top insane. two or three. Mm-hmm. It, it just, I, I don't think that it's out there. So are you going to make a lateral move at the cost of something down the line? This is what the front office needs to worry about. LeBron doesn't, and nor should he. It's not his responsibility, but what is the move? We'll do all of that. It's coming up next, plus your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. A little bit of a mixed bag. People responding to my plate that I uh, put out there from the weekend. A lot of people are on Team Sliwa. Some people are trying to make me feel a little better saying that it looks good. Some people want some tips on, wow, that looks really good. Those looks are really the ones good. that make me feel a little better, but it didn't didn't work Food out. Food looks way. good, but I would obviously send it back with that type of line. <laughs> yeah, so, You're not wrong. Well, Francis in Glendale says the smile should indicate how happy you are to eat it. The smile looks it's like you'd good. rather have a steak, but the dish will do. It's pretty good. No, yes. the ste- steaks are fine. Don't get me wrong. They're, the steak is a is a great meal, but I I kind of perfected my salmon sleigh. I've kind of got it dialed in, minus my squiggly line. Like if you look at the top of the salmon, my squiggle line on top of the fish is actually perfect. Yeah. Nice and nice, thick, even, you know, spreading of the sauce. It's a it's a good deal. I can't see past the line. <laughs> I know. I don't blame you. Bedouin Whittier also says, "Is that salmon? If so, how do you get it to look so appealing?" Grapeseed oil, cast iron pan, get the oil just screaming, screaming, screaming mm. hot. Like as hot, like let it sit in the pan by itself yeah. a good five minutes on high heat. Like get it hot, hot, hot. The presentation side down first, leave it down for like two minutes, two and a half minutes, flip it over, put the oven in the or put the pan in the oven, let it cook for another five minutes. Okay. Done. I got a question for you. So yesterday I'm out, sprouts. Going to do a little grocery shopping. Yeah, great place. Stop at the uh, butcher shop right there. Okay. Okay. And just ask the guy, basically, I was going to get a New York steak. Okay. And I'm looking and I'm just like, you know, your recommendation, whatever it is, how's this cut? And he starts going into a whole thing. I thought about you for a quick second there. Yeah. I would not be, if you're, we're talking down the road, let's say you're 70. Okay. (laughs) Not a chance, but go (laughs) ahead. Just hear me out. For the sake of the yard. Hear me out. Sure. Hear me out. This guy started getting into the whole, well, it just, you know, depends how you cook it. How do you like it? How do you like it? And he just starts kind of giving me some tips on this, some tips on that. How are you going to do it? How are, are you cooking, cooking indoor? Are you cooking outdoor? He went into a whole thing. And sure. in my head, I was like, just wrap the steak. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to get home, some, and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to put some heat on it, but he had, turn he, it from raw to cooked, and then I'm going to eat it. He had some good suggestions. He's yeah. like, listen, don't for this type of steak, it's this organic grass-fed. He's like, so if you're cooking this medium to, to medium well, um, you don't, do don't get this steak. You don't want to do that. And then he's talking about if you put in, don't put salt prior because it's going to- um, Tighten it up a little bit. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. So he's kind of going to his thing. In my head, next time. in my head, <laughs> I'm saying, okay, Trav, I'm not telling you that this is where, I'm not telling you you want to work at Sprouts in 20 years. Maybe you do, maybe you hey. don't. That's going to be up to you. It's a fantastic grocery store. However, he was in the zone. Yeah. This was his world. It's his area it's, of expertise. It was similar. You go to a mechanic and you ask about your car and they're like, well, let me tell you, come take a seat, grab a cup of coffee. Speaking of, how's your car running after it's $12,000 worth of repairs? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 
better be. Amazing. Yeah, that car better drive itself. It better fly and uh, have a, a chef in the back seat making you a sandwich as you drive from spot to spot. My premium didn't go up, so that's all that matters. <laughs> there you go. Strike. I still, my car still has not got completely fixed yet either. They're waiting on a part on the on the door, so it's great. We love it. Can you drive it without the part? Oh, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. The, the part's fine, and they, they switch if did a switch or whatever. I don't know. They said car, 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 and I was like, go, okay, sure. Go poke around. Go see what else is out there. <laughs> Just a little dad advice along the way. Lancaster and Dave. Dave, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Dave? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sorry if you guys already went over this topic, but uh, I got some great ideas for the revenge plot, Ooh. Uh, getting back at Ireland, you know, dumping the water on Flea there. And I'm, you know, I got from hardcore to lame, you know, some great ideas. Let's hear them. But, uh, you know, the, the, the obvious is, and he's expecting it, at the Mandy's. Don't do it at the Mandy's. That's too obvious. You got to do mm. it when he's least expecting it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So okay. I go to his house? Or... My... <laughs> I'm sorry? I said, do I go to his house? Just wait when he's well, no. getting Here, out of the driveway? Here's what you do. Okay, here's what you do. Here's hardcore. And then I'll I'll take it down to lame because I know you know you're probably gonna you know murder do, get fired. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. All right, hardcore. You let your because uh, I'm sure you guys have uh, security in your parking garage, but you let him know that you gotta mess with this car, and you take his tires off and sure. put them on jacks. <laughs> yep. So that's one idea. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You know, excellent. <laughs> All right, give me one oh, more. You know, you, you know, I get the lug nuts and stuff, you know. Okay. The <laughs> other idea is fill his car with that packing uh, 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 popcorn stuff. Peanuts, yeah. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one. I was going to fill his car one, with I'm chili. <laughs> just chili. You know, the, the bottom <laughs> to the top, uh, just filled with chili. <laughs> is you do it towards the end of his live broadcast. You dump it on him as he's signing off. He won't expect it. Or you do the shaving cream pie and whack him right in the face. That would be cool. You know, as he's signing off on the next broadcast. You got to do it when he's least expecting it. You know right, what I Dave. mean? Dave, yeah, yeah, appreciate yes, it. The, the element of surprise, yeah. obviously, yeah. is important. I, I would not loosen the lug nuts on his tires. That seems aggressive. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you don't need anybody getting hurt. I, I know what dangerous. he's saying. Like He walks out there and his car's up on blocks and the tires yeah. are you know stacked neatly to the side and he I has to put was, them back on. I thought on. the next idea was total his car. <laughs> Just total, full total. I think the longer you can wait, the better it's going to be. I'm not in a rush, buddy. We'll see. He he mentioned something that I think is is kind of interesting that Mm -hmm. we can talk about. Uh, We got YouTube on today, so I I may have tipped my hand here a little bit, but uh, there was something in there that I think is pretty interesting along the way. All right, let's go back to LeBron for a second. So what's the move? He wants a move. He's made it very clear. You yeah. know, it's obvious what needs to be done, and he says he's. it's not his responsibility. I would argue that it is. Mm-hmm. I would say it's not my job. Yeah, it kind of is. When you say this and your name is LeBron James and you're playing like this, you're obviously going to have some input in what it is. Yeah. There's not a real obvious move out there that the Lakers is, okay, if we do this, then all of a sudden we're on equal footing with the Nuggets and the Warriors and the Bucks and whoever whoever else we might think are the best teams in the league. There's a move that probably makes him a little bit better, but at what cost? So what exactly is he looking for? Like, it's one thing to say, fix this. Okay, mm-hmm. how do I fix it? So this is what I will say is the responsibility of the front office this year, Trav. I genuinely, genuinely believe this too. Bron is still playing at an unbelievable clip. Sure. You got some role players that are proving their value for this team, Okay. I don't know what's going to happen with Dennis Schroeder next year, but Dennis Schroeder's he's playing for a contract, and he's playing really, really well for the Lakers right now. Thomas Bryant in in Anthony Davis's absence. It's been terrific. It's been fit. You couldn't have asked for terrific. a better backup center yeah. for Anthony Davis. AD, when he was here, and we got some report from Dave McMenamin, that, that ramp-up process is going to start, so don't be surprised if we may potentially see Anthony Davis within the next couple of weeks or so. But he's already missed three... December 16th, they played Denver tonight. Okay. That was his last injury was against the Nuggets December 16th. So it's we're Closing getting close to four weeks, right? Yep. So this, in my opinion, is the responsibility of the front office. If there's a move to be had and you think it makes sense 
and it doesn't have to be go hit a home run. Just a move that you think makes sense for this team, act on it. And if it costs you a pick, but you think it's the right move for this team right now, act on it. I think the responsibility of the front office this year, Trav, you have to make the postseason this year. You have to make the playoffs this year. Why have LeBron and Anthony Davis? Why have this mix and Russell Westbrook? Why kind of, you got to just get to the dance. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's going to be a lot of teams lining up. And this helps to, to make this argument now because they were playing better basketball when AD was there. And they've been playing good basketball when AD's been gone. You know, they started the season out 2-10. and 10. Yeah. They're 17-11 and 11 since. I know. I can't, I'm not saying don't pay attention to the 2-10, and 10, but I think there's something to say that you For get, sure. You got games in. Darvin Ham is kind of his philosophy and everything else. If a team in the in the NBA playoffs sees LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the postseason, Russ coming off the bench properly, role players that feel like they have a role and they understand what they're doing, I think making the playoffs, you have to do everything you can to make the postseason because it might be your final run, you might lose in the first round, but can you at least give, if there's one thing I'd like to give Bron, can you give him a shot in the postseason? I, I, you're, you're not wrong, Al. I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I want to paint a picture where what you just described happens. They move the A pick or the picks to do what you're suggesting. Just okay. get in, and then you're out. You lose in six games in the first round. And now you got a first-round exit at a very high price. And that's the part that I think that the Laker brass, the front office, Genie and, and the Rambuses and and Rob and whoever else, you know, and Phil Jackson and Magic Johnson, whoever else may have some input in this situation, um, is probably saying, listen, I, it's not that we can't get better. We probably can get a little better, but it's not a guarantee or even a strong likelihood that we win a round or two or more in the playoffs. And the, the worst outcome mm-hmm. is – your your suggestion combined with my fear that's mm-hmm. the worst outcome where yeah we moved our remaining assets to go get lebron james what he needed or what he thought he needed at the end of the line and we're still i think they they're going to make the playoffs it feels like but they're still not really a threat to win an nba championship or they're not really a threat to make a run yeah they're in maybe they win the first round maybe they don't yeah but we're still kind of just okay we're out in the first or second round yeah it was cool to see lebron in the playoffs a, another time but now what you still got to figure out what you're going to do in the offseason. You still don't have those picks. And now it's just you're a little poorer as far as assets go yep. than you were at the start of the season. That's the worst outcome. I'm going to go back to this. If the deal doesn't make sense, Braun, I'm sorry. There just isn't a deal that makes sense. Teams are trying to fleece us left and right. Yep. It doesn't make sense. However, I'll throw this out there too. Um, this is what I can say. And I'm not telling you that the Lakers can go compete for an NBA championship today. I'm not saying that at all. But LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the playoffs, in a postseason run, you might get eliminated in the first round, like you said, because you went up against Memphis and they're young and they're hungry and they're this. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a lot of teams in the Western Conference that that you're looking at and you're saying, well, they've never done it before. They, they don't have championship experience. They've never went on a long run. So I think there are scenarios that are playing out. If... If this was the KD on the Golden State Warriors days, yeah. it's like, what are we even doing? Yeah. They they had a game. and But you're not wrong, Al, that to say that, look, Anthony Davis plus LeBron James in the playoffs equals tough out, yep. for sure. Yep. But it's also not a, hey, there's nobody. It's like you could also still be out in the first round. That's what's so hard to try to be, if you're Rob Palenka, yep. to try to figure out what to do because both of those things are in the option tree. And the moves that you've made this year look to be pretty good moves. Like we've just talked about, all the guys we've talked about, mm-hmm. the, the disaster of a roster that he put together last year, team he put together this year pretty good got off to a terrible start but since then what'd mm-hmm. you say 17 and 11 17 11 that's a pretty good team and especially considering that ad's missed a lot of time yep. that austin reeves is going to continue to miss braun missed some of these back-to-backs yeah. you got so non-covid illness maybe he's on a little bit like okay i know I, i've got my feel for what's out there right now and i'm telling you what we have right now is just as good as if we tinker with this and we don't have to spend any assets i just i just say this i think it's worth the risk if it makes sense to say we could be out in the first round, but I got to give Braun and AD a shot. Lakers have some games this year. They won at Milwaukee. 
Okay, they've beat Denver already twice this year. Mm-hmm. They lost to Philly by one, or they lost to Philly in overtime. They lost to Boston in overtime. They've hung with some pretty good teams. So let's let's see what happens when they're healthy. Yes, and don't go crazy. <laughs> like be, be be careful. You're not wrong about on that. What you I, do I next. think the market's going to tell you whether you should make a move or you shouldn't. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey guys, I appreciate the well wishes to me over Twitter, over my Stillers. Did not make it to the playoffs yesterday. It was a uh, yes. But they got but a winning record again. They have a winning record. Mike Unreal. Tomlin under, has never had a losing record, and that's amazing. Emily, Good what, for what is this? How many did they want win in a row? Season? Sorry? What, two questions. I think answer both of them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Alan, what was your question? My question was, what was their record earlier in the season? How many two and they... six before the oh break? They gosh. had two and six at, um, yeah. eight games through. They ended up getting being nine and eight at the end of the season, which is remarkable. Trav, your question. My <laughs> question was, how many? Se- he's been there sixteen years. I think sixteen is correct. I need to double check that. But that's Sean, Sean McVay incredible. had one bad season, and he's thinking about walking out the yeah. door. Mike Tomlin just stacks sixteen of them up in a row. It's like what? Mike uh, Tomlin also won a Super Bowl in his second year, but I know, crazy. We're gonna leave that. And also, I have this good news that I got yesterday. Goff takes the snap, back, looks, throws, caught. First down, Detroit Lions. DJ Chark down inside the 10-yard line. This game is over. It is over. So, Packers lost. Therefore, Aaron Rodgers will not be going to the playoffs again. And Our our national nightmare is over. Want Detroit to make the playoffs. Can we get the Lions in? I know. Take Miami out. Yeah, if if the Rams have been I don't care about the conference. Just throw them in. All right, so um, there's a show that was very near and dear to my heart as a young woman, which is called Zoe 101. It premiered on this day in 2005. It's a young girl goes to uh, PCA, uh, and I had it was California to me. Um, so there was a product on this show called a Jet X, which I really, really wanted. Cody got me that I really, really wanted as a kid, and it wasn't real, but it turned into like it's essentially like an electric scooter. So there was a product from a TV show or movie that you watched as a kid that you really wanted. Travis Cap. I don't know. I mean, it existed. I don't know if it has any value to anybody other than a Brady Bunch aficionado. I want that little tiki that nearly killed Greg when he went surfing in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> that little thing that was supposed to bring him good luck and he wiped out and he nearly drowned. And then they gave it to Peter and he got the giant spider on his chest. And then they gave it to Bobby and the, the thing nearly fell off the wall and killed him. And Alice threw her back out. It was just everybody had bad luck with that we thing. We give it to Ireland. <laughs> we give it to Ireland. I'd like to pass him out to my enemies. Just, just here. Have a little Brady Bunch tiki along the way. All right, I think, I think if I'm right here, I think I got a skateboard not too long after Back to the Future, and I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if I thought, hey, this is you know, this is going to make it happen, but I just thought it was. That was like a movie where I'm like, I got to have a skateboard, right? Like you're supposed to have a skateboard. Had a couple. My aunt ran over one of them, and then they never bought another one. <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to take it out of our driveway. I was going to say, sitting in the driveway. See, if if, if you she were right Reesley, you'd yeah. be saying, well, it's your responsibility for not checking behind the car for your right. aunt. It's right. your fault for leaving it that there. That one was on me. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, what about you? Remember the show Arthur? Yes. Okay, so Arthur wore some moon boots in one episode, Ooh, and they yes. made him jump really high. He could just 
jump out of those, you know, out of the building. So I wanted those. <laughs> 42 inch vertical. <laughs> I think Nickelodeon also had the ad for moon shoes, which is like slightly offshoot of what uh, Harold had too. So, but if anybody has any of these uh, products that you wish you had, definitely tweet at us, tweet at the show, call into the show if there's anything that stuck out to you as a kid. I, I thought that we were going from Mike Tomlin. How we got from Mike Tomlin to fictional TV, I'm like, there was no break in there. I, I kept waiting for a Mike Tomlin connection <laughs> nope. that never came. But just nope. very quickly, since we're, we're beyond that, right. um, can the Lions people calm down? I'm getting twisted. It's like, guys, he's out of the playoffs, too. They didn't get in. <laughs> Everybody calmed down. It was a nice season. He played great. Yeah. That little trick play was yep. awesome. I'm happy for him. But the Lions did not win the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. night. They're out. They're going home just like the Houston Texans are going home. Everybody take a deep breath. I have a burner account. I'm the one hitting you. Those golf should keep coming in. <laughs> it's right, good. So get him in the playoffs. Did you guys see it. the snow globe play, uh, snow globe huddle from the Chiefs during the Chiefs-Raiders game? Did everyone get a chance to see it? Yes. Amazing. The- <laughs> it was great. <laughs> For those who didn't, uh, it's essentially they did like a ring around the rosy yep. for about 10 seconds, and they broke huddle and then uh, had a play that ended up in a touchdown, but yeah. it didn't get called back, right? I think I there's think a so. flag or something. Yeah, anyway. Penalty. So, my statement is, the Chiefs were straight up disrespectful. Travis, factor cap. I don't think any of that stuff is disrespectful. I'm going cap. The second you start taking a check to do a job, you either can do it or not. And them doing the ring around the rosy huddle is not disrespectful. It was fun. It was it was it's a hundred percent fine if you don't like it stop it that is the easiest answer in professional sports i thought they should do it more often because it was kind of weird how they're going around and around and then the huddle breaks everybody just kind of scatters it was perfect it was it was perfect. really well executed i kind of liked it the cowboys a million years ago like the 70s and 80s did this weird thing on the offensive line where they'd go down they'd all stand up again and then mm-hmm. go down for the second time i always thought that those things that kind of differentiate are pretty cool i had no problem with it at all so it is fact. It is disrespectful. It is. And when Zion's doing a windmill 360, that's disrespectful at the end of the game. When Steph's taking a three and churning around before it actually goes in, that's disrespectful. And I'm completely okay with it. Why is it disrespectful that they're displaying their talent? Why is that disrespectful? To they're toying with the opposition, okay. right? So why don't you guys go do something about it? Yeah. I'm okay that it's disrespectful. Like I, I, I think not only is it disrespectful, I encourage it. And if you have a problem with it, if that dude wants to stare at that 425-foot home run for a second <laughs> before he starts rounding the bases, and then you as a pitcher throw at the next guy, it's a little bit disrespectful that he did it. But you know what? Strike him out next time. Get him to ground out to a, 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 a double play or whatever the case is. I think it's disrespectful, but I like it, and I think it should stay in sports. Taylor? Fact, yeah, I'm with Slee. If you're a team that's terrible enough to have something like this happen to you, then you deserve it, honestly. you know, <laughs> This happened to the Kings. Like Clay got 37 in one quarter against the Kings. Yeah, that's just, not disrespectful. Bad... That's just him going off and going nuclear. Okay, he and... wasn't disrespectful in that moment, yeah. But but I know what you're saying. I think it's players are going to react a certain way where they stop. You know what? We're toying with these guys. There is toying with the other guys. It's not necessary, but if you don't like it, do something about I'm gonna it. I'm going to try this one more time. Like Disrespectful is... Staring Corey over McGretty, a guy. Corey McGetty dunking on Turtle from Entourage. Mm-hmm. Because Turtle from Entourage can't stop that from happening. Two professionals, one just kicking the other guy's ass. It's just like, oh, you're not as good as him. You should you should not let that happen. Yeah, and there's some celebrations that can be also disrespectful, but that's also a different kind of thing. All right, so um, this is a discussion between my friends and I uh, on our group chat over the weekend. So it's okay to ask someone what a tattoo means. And I'm saying someone as in a either bare, barely acquaintance or a stranger. Alan, fetch cap. Fact. I mean, I don't... I probably am not asking, but if... I mean, if if you have if someone tattoos, someone about your charger tramp stamp. No, like, it's yeah. not tramp stamp. It's on the left <laughs> cheek. Okay, let's get that right here. Um, I'm assuming if I have tattoos and I got them kind of all over my body, that that's obviously something somebody's going to notice. And if they ask a question about it, I'm assuming that that person would actually like to tell that story. Okay, yeah, this is what this is. This is what that is. Um, I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think it's a surprise or a shock or anything like that. I think you got to kind of, it varies from tattoo person to tattoo person, right? If you're in line at Starbucks yeah. and there's a guy in front of you that's got a, a full sleeve mm-hmm. and 
you know, you, you, hey, what? If you don't mind me asking, what's yeah. what's that one? Oh, it's fine. If it's another guy that's got them all over his face and everything else, and it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna let that one go. <laughs> I don't really need to ask. Hey, why'd you get that uh, giant tarantula on your face? I'm gonna, just gonna let that one go on its way. I I, I think you got to read the person and kind of make your decision in the moment. But what if he's like, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Nobody ever asked. They're all intimidated. <laughs> Well, yeah. Any kind of one ask. <laughs> you should. Let's just hang out at Starbucks until the guy with the tarantula on his face <laughs> comes in and you can ask him. Tell about about you. Fact, yeah, it's okay, but I don't know. I think it's kind of annoying. I think a better thing to do would just be say, hey, I like your ink or that's a cool tattoo instead of just asking the whole background because you never know. You might get like a, this person died or, you know, you, know, you don't know what you you're asking expect. for. You know what's Right, funny. and then after that, you're like, can I get a pike and a spinach <laughs> feta wrap? <laughs> I've asked before and I've never gotten a bad response. Yeah. Right. But again, I'm not asking tarantula face either. I'm I'm picking different people. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to wrap here because we have two pieces of news, both from the Rams and the Lakers that we could talk about on the other side. And I also have a game for you guys about the college football playoff. So we'll do that on the other side. little college football playoff game. I, I'm, I'm going back and forth. I think this is going to be a blowout. And then I'm like, no, I don't get the things that I want very often. So TCU is going to ruin it for me and they're going to win. And I'm going to have to see people go, hey, Trav, you see the TCU game? Yeah, I saw it. Congratulations to I you. I pray I could say that to you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but I know you don't really care. I know they do, which makes it far worse. You, you, yeah, I don't care. You do not have the no. Halusa frog on your uh, timeline or whatever. Hypnotoad. Hypnotoad. I like Halusa frog better. <laughs> Hypnotoad's not bad, though. All right, we'll do that. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, here, Chris, right there, you know what it reminded me of, Al? What do you got? We got lit tomorrow. That's Our right. Our first lit of 2023. Chris mm-hmm. is making his triumphant return to the studio. Live imaging Tuesdays. Yeah. So get a little uh, get a little Morales in our life tomorrow. You know he'll have his suit on. He'll be ready to go. You think he'll suit it up? Yeah, he'll suit it up. I think so. First one of 2023. Yeah. Color. That's a good point. Uh, I'm going to say the navy purple. with the pinstripes. <laughs> Chris has purple. nice suits. Chris has yes. spends a little money. But he's on almost Jimmy McGilly in the way in which he does tend to throw a little bit of color in there in ways that we don't. Little expect. pocket squares, little yeah. little no shirt. ties. No, he doesn't do it. Well, people like Chris and yeah. I put myself in this. Ties are not our friends. He's got to breathe. He feels like you're getting got strangled to yeah. death when you when you have a a tie on along the way. What game do you have for us, Emily? All right, so we have a game in which I want so Stetson Bennett is the quarterback of the Georgia Bulldogs, who is are playing tonight for the national championship uh, in college football. So, it's kind of been out there that he's... I, I, want, I don't know if he's the oldest or maybe close to the oldest play, uh, quarterback to ever play in the college football national yeah, championship. Yeah, he's 43. <laughs> he is uh, 25 years old. He was born on October 29th, 1997. All right? So, my game is that you have to guess what starting quarterback in the NFL, if they are older... Or younger than Stetson Bennett, okay? Okay. All right, so we're going to start off, um, you know, kind of easy maybe. So we're going to go with... This makes me think that the game's not going to be that good. <laughs> well, he's an adult playing yes. college football. Yes. He's like, not, not adult, like, down. legally. He's in a, like, he's got, he's thought about his 401k. Our TCU Georgia <laughs> breakdown is, is he older or younger? All right, so Mitch Trubisky, older or younger than Stetson Bennett? I'm going to say he's younger. I'll go older. Ding, ding. He is older than Stetson Bennett. So Mitch Trubisky is older than Stetson Bennett. Let's go with 
Tua Tagovailoa, is he older or younger than Stetson Bennett? Younger. Yeah, he's younger. Yes, you guys are both right. No. All right, who, here's the next one. We have Joe Burrow. Is he older or younger than Stetson Bennett? Younger. I'm going to go younger, too. Joe Burrow is older. He was born on December 10th, 1996. Oh, you got that one wrong, I just bro. think Bennett's older than all of them. You could say Tom Brady, and I'm going to guess older. <laughs> all right, the next one is Lamar Jackson. Is, is Stetson Bennett older or younger than Lamar Jackson? Bennett is younger than Lamar Jackson. I think he's older than Lamar Jackson. Stetson Bennett is actually younger than Lamar Jackson. Ah, they are born in the same year, though. They're, so they are both born in 2007. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do two more. So we've got Justin Herbert. Is Justin Herbert older or younger than Stetson Bennett? Younger again. I'm taking the under on all of these. <laughs> Herbert older or younger? Yeah, I'll go younger, too. He is younger. Yeah. Okay, last one. This is not technically a starting cornerback this year. Drew Locke. Is Drew Locke older or younger than Stetson Bennett? They're tied. <laughs> They're born in the same, same age. age. <laughs> oh, I'll go older. Yes, you guys are both right. He is older. But here's this, this full list of those that are younger than Stetson Bennett. It's Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts, Mac Jaylen Jones, <laughs> Justin Damn. Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. I'm sure there's more, but these are the ones that we know. It, it is weird. He he was at Georgia. He left. He came yep. back. He won the national championship this year. He's coming back again uh, for, for this season. It's I, I don't know. It's th- the college football thing has gotten very odd. Very that quickly. world is interesting. It, it really has. That mm-hmm. it used to be, you'd get a fifth year guy occasionally, once in a blue moon with an injury and a red shirt, you could get a sixth year guy. But now you got guys all over the place. They're on a new team every single year. They're making all sorts of money. And if you're Stetson Bennett, by the way, why would you ever leave? He's not an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go, you know, have a, a career as a pro. Probably well, getting some great NIL money out sure. there. Sure, and, and even if it's not like technically NIL money, he could he could walk around Atlanta or Athens, Georgia, for the rest of his life and never have to pick up a check. He's set. It's a good way to do it. It's weird seeing his face on a college football game because he looks twenty six years old. <laughs> And then they cut to the other kid who's 19. Remember There's last a pretty year? Pretty big difference. When he was on Good Morning America the day after they won the, sh- the championship, and he is just probably still sloshed. His, his, his like, oh, the yeah, lights are on, him. but no one's home. Look, when you're in an advanced age, you need your sleep. You, We've can't all had just, those. you just can't stay out all night when you're in your late 20s. He doesn't have an excuse at that 25 year old age. We're trying it at where we are. And it's like, no, I can't do that. No. It's, Al, I went to bed at nine o'clock on a Friday night and was happy to do it because I felt to, like I stayed up long. You went upstairs at 7.45 on Wednesday. No, lie. I went upstairs at 7.15. I was in bed at 7.45. My apologies. Asleep at 7.45. My apologies. And it was great. Uh, We're getting some news out of the uh, Rams exit interviews right now. Um, Matthew Stafford says that he does not know what Sean McVay's status is. He doesn't know if he's coming back or not for 2023. He also reiterated that he is not retiring and whether or not McVay leaves has no effect on that decision. Okay. Let's kind of kick that around for half a second. Okay. I I believe Matthew Stafford when he says it doesn't affect his decision to retire or not, but I do think it could potentially affect the decision on whether or not the Rams want him back or not because if Sean McVay leaves, Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford feel to me like they're kind of a package deal, right? That Sean McVay went and got him, brought him in, they won a Super Bowl together, and if he leaves, Matthew Stafford may want to make play more football, but the whole reason he left Detroit was, I don't want to be on a bad team. I've been on a bad team long enough. If McVeigh leaves, it feels like that's the beginning of maybe a retool, if not a rebuild. Why would he want to be around for that? Could I throw this your way? Let's say Sean McVeigh decides uh, he's done. He's not going to coach the Rams anymore. And the Rams come back. Rams get healthy for next season. Yeah. Okay. Maybe there's uh, maybe the schedule also isn't as challenging. Oh, it's as it, it, we already know who they're going to play. It's well, here's much the, better. But here's the problem with the NFL is. We could initially look at the schedule, look at it one way, and then you get some teams that kind of throw you off. But yes. just by first glance. Playing the Bears and the Saints is much better than <laughs> sure. playing the Bills and well, what's, the but, Cowboys. But here's the here's the kind of the crazy thing. You looked at the Jaguars. <laughs> you right. at, like, it You're just right. happens every right. year. But with that, with that said, um, how competitive do you think the Rams are going to be next season? As is, they get healthy, right? Do what they can with what they have, but they're healthier. How competitive do you think the Rams would be next season? Very. 
I, I, I don't know if they're a Super Bowl caliber team, but if they – look, injuries happen, right? But yeah. if Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, and Aaron Donald remain healthy mm-hmm. and the offensive line is mostly healthy – Worst case scenario, it's an eight-win team, right? And so now you just need a couple of breaks to go to get you to 10, right? I don't think that they're a 12, a 13-win team, but I don't think that what we just saw we, – we just saw a, a series of injuries to key positions yeah. that resulted in what we got, five wins, five and 12. If you're just a little bit better than that, you're at seven or eight, and if you get a significantly healthier – you're at nine or ten. I, I think they're a playoff team next season. If they don't change a thing, they just stay healthier. But if McVay leaves, I don't think that they just stay the same. I think they really start to retool it. So this is the question I think you ask if you're the front office. When is it time to say, guys, this run is over? And that that's a question for every front office that's out there. But if you say, hey, if they're healthy, it's a big difference I wasn't expecting you to say that. I was I was expecting, look, you bring your guys back, they're healthy, it's these franchise players that you have, um, but you still are lacking in depth. And yep. there's still situations all true. where all, all that stuff that comes in. If you still think they can make a playoff run, then maybe you're not selling as quick as you think when you're, when you're reading that Matt Stafford quote of, are you, um, he's coming back either way. I well, say he's going to play either way. He's going to play either way. Yeah. I think it has more to do with if you think you're going to be competitive or not. If you think you could still make the playoffs next season, if Sean McVay's not there, then I I would tell you then it's not the time to start selling. Well, I think that it, if Sean McVay makes the decision that seems more likely than not, again, at, at this point it feels like, I don't know, 55, 45 kind of towards him leaving. Who knows? We'll see how what, what comes out. But if, if that's the decision, I think it impacts all of your other decisions. Maybe at that point you go to Aaron Donald and say, listen, I know you're kind of thinking about leaving anyway. Where, where are you? Yeah. Hey, what can we get for Jalen Ramsey? Hey, what could we get for Matthew Stafford? What could we get if we start to look around Bobby Wagner, for instance, who was terrific for the Rams? Yeah. But you start to think about these things in much different terms, whereas if McVay is here, then you kind of run it back all over again and hope to get a little healthier and a little deeper and a little bit more of the luck that you had two seasons ago. But if he, once the guy that's the most important person in the building has mm-hmm. decided, I don't want to do this anymore, then everything else gets questioned. But I, I want to go back to that same question. If you think they can make the playoffs next year mm-hmm. without Sean McVay, if you think, look, if they're healthy and they can make the playoffs, isn't it fair to say in the NFL, why would you start your rebuilding process if you can get back to the playoffs? Because going to the playoffs is not necessarily the only goal that they might have. That Maybe we miss the playoffs one more year, and now we can go three, four years in a row. We can mm-hmm. have a, we can reopen that window. That the window's open this much, let's close it for another season and get try to kick that thing wide open, as opposed to kind of where the Lakers are right now, which is, okay, do we just go all in on this again? Do we sell the, the last couple of assets that we have, or do we hold on? to him that's the tricky spot that if he leaves and there's no question in my mm-hmm. mind Al he's the most important person in that building I, said, I don't question that before mm-hmm. him was one thing and I think if he leaves you're going to see something not quite the same even if the messaging is the same I think if he leaves it changes all the other decisions that you make I really truly do which is why uh, that decision needs to be made sooner than later we'll talk more about that plus LeBron he wants new players he wants the lakers to make a deal that's what he said to uh, sam amick in, in so many words we'll talk about that coming up next robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary ai to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting technology marketing and creative legal and administrative and customer support at robert half we know talent visit roberthalf.com today 